Jordash Parade. Flash dance popcorn. Jello shot casserole. Keep writing. Keep sucking. Knowing you can always write with us. For sure. That's what Benzine's all for. In good times, in bad times, writing prompts are there forevermore. That's what Benzine's all for. (laughs) Shut it off. One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We write on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate on the bench. Guests on the bench. So today we have a guest on the bench, and we would like to welcome our good friend, Benchling, and now co-podcaster, community friend, Brett Jordan. Hello. And as we call him on the Benchling (laughs) world, uh, Jordash. (laughs) Or Brett Jordan. Brett Jordan is his other alter ego on another show. So... Welcome. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. I'm I'm really excited about this. I've been waiting for this for years. So <laughs> well, it's funny because we have seen you a lot lately just from other stuff we've worked on. And so, you know, we do feel like we're reconnected. But we were friends with Brett back in college, uh, which I think we've mentioned several times on the show. <laughs> but yeah, we were all really good friends. Like we hung out a lot. A lot of pictures. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, it's funny. I I say always subtract a year from how much how long you two have known each other, and that's how long we've known each other. Because oh, right. I came in freshman year when you guys were sophomores, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so I just whatever you guys say, I'm like, oh my god, we've been friends that long. Jeez, like twenty four years. <laughs> yeah, twenty four yeah, years. I think you're technically like the oldest friends I have. Uh, so yeah, congratulations. Are you, you making a comment star. on our, on our age, age or, or like the length of friendship? <laughs> the, Just kidding. The <laughs> I know, we're, if you could see my face, I'm like looking over to the side going, um, both. Um, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, Thanks. whatever. That's how you know. We've we're been old. We don't so, care. <laughs> well, so we're, we're excited to have Brett here. He's been, um, obviously a very active benchling, uh, you know, for a long time and, and Patreon and, um, and a Patreon. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're and he, welcome. He, oh, I think almost always does right club. I don't know if you've missed I, any, yeah, I but feel like I feel like you've pretty much done all of them. So uh, the listeners are all definitely, I, I mean, we might have to start doing like benchling award ceremonies at the end of every right. year, but Kayla would win know. all of them because her writing is so great. And then hammer is like so great, but I mean, no, yeah, I haven't missed one because seriously, when I see that there's a deadline, it's like come hell or high water. I will be writing at like three o'clock in the morning to get my, 
my submission <laughs> in. And it's oh, like well, you did better than us. I mean, I did mine this morning, and so did Shauna. So there you I go. did mine last weekend. I was like, shit, Ours I gotta get this done. Half-assed. Yeah, uh, you, you I mean, they're great. They're so good. No disclaimers. <laughs> no disclaimers. Um, yeah. Just kidding. So yeah. So um, but so through the whole process of like us all, you know, getting reacquainted and stuff, Brett's also um, gotten involved with and is now a big part of another podcast. Do you want to talk about the other? And they're like our sister friend podcast. I don't know how to describe No, it, I don't want to talk about them. Why would I want to talk about them? Um, no. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> I am Go a contributing writer to Down to Folk <laughs> uh, at dtfstories.com. Uh, which I heard an advertisement on your guys' show and immediately went to listen to them and immediately fell in love with the show and sent them a message. And then you guys did a right club for them. And I submitted, I think, one of my best stories I've ever written to them. Uh, It was amazing. Yeah, and uh, was that then the they Charlie approached Brown me. One? Yeah, it was a that Charlie was Brown a one. Really good one. Yeah, yeah. I really mean, good. I keep looking back at it. It's like it's like that's the that's where I have to aim higher than you know to make it better. And I don't think I'll ever get to that point. But it was great. Um, it's like nobody but, can ever repeat their first album. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, it really is. It's it's like Alanis Morissette's uh, second album, where everyone's like, right. Uh, Great. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd rather have Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can we have Jagged Little Pill again, just acoustic? Oh, yeah. That's we got that 20 years later. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah. So they approached me uh, from our, from Right Club and said, hey, can you write a couple more stories? And I did. And then they're like, can you write a couple more? And then they're like, oh, hell, you're part of the show. And so now I've written close to, I'd say, 25 to 30 stories for them um, and continuing on with it. So, but it's all thanks to you guys, A, for getting me into writing uh, again um, with your right club and making very, like the very definite uh, 250 words. Like that really puts like, makes your brain work in a a direction that I love. Um, So, but thankfully there is no word limit on the shows on DTF. (laughs) Um, so it's like once I get to 250, I'm like, oh my god, I'm talking too much. Um, but uh, but yeah, so be a I've really been doing short that. show though. That, is, that really was short. like a the whole 250 word thing was just a learning lesson from us in the beginning of the show when we started asking people to submit things. We got like some you know five page stories that were well, amazing, yeah. but and I apologize we just for couldn't, those. No, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> It was just we couldn't read everybody's submission, and we realized we needed to make it a little more succinct in order to not just be reading, constantly reading stories the entire show. Well, I love Um, it because I love the 250 words because you, I mean, again, everybody who listens knows that I do not follow the three-minute rule, and I do not follow any of the the instructions, but I do follow the 250 rule. Um, Nice. (laughs) <laughs> I do, but I write about 15 minutes. It takes me about 15 minutes because the first portion of the three minutes is, what the fuck am I going to write about? What the fuck well, yeah, am I going to write about? There's, <laughs> you know? effort. there's like a brainstorm effort that goes along with it. I mean, I feel like sometimes when I'm trying to work on something, I have to like ruminate about it while I'm, you know, uh, exercising or doing the dishes or 
driving my kids somewhere, I'm like thinking about what it is I want to do. And then right. I, and th- then I love that we have the memo feature on our phone and Shauna uses this too. Then I just talk ideas into it. And sometimes <laughs> my ideas are song based, as you know. And so right. then I have all these weird, I, I like did a whole thing to on, on top of, on top of spaghetti. I'll cover it with that, that song or smoky or whatever. No, not blood. <laughs> but I was just like, I I was playing them for my husband the other day. I'm like, if I die and you find all these weird voice memos of clips of songs that I'm rewriting in my head, um, I just want to explain what this is. That <laughs> is going to be so- the opening soundtrack to your funeral is all of those songs. I'm just Jesus. saying. I'm going to make sure that that happens. So everybody's like, what the hell is what? If you could just have Missy sing them so that yeah, everybody I'll, thinks I'll, that I'll I sing really sing well. Them. Yeah, because she actually can That's sing. So I'm, I'm can, just pretending. Oh, my God. You can, okay, I have a memory of you singing, and Uh-oh. it is forever in my memory as a haunting and beautiful way of remembering a show. And it was uh, you when we did the review for Tracy and you started the intro to Hair, where we said, oh, we starve, is- look at one another. Oh, yeah. my God. I, that, to to this day, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at my arms and I got goosebumps because you, Aww, you're so you encapsulated that moment in such a great artistic and it just was beautiful. And, 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 I, and I always go, I'm like, Oh my God. Like every time I hear that song, I'm like, ah, Trisha sings this better. Um, Aww, but, you're no. funny. No, I'm, thank you. That's very sweet. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more about the humor. I think these days than the, well, the I mean, I think but. that's one of the things too, for Trisha and I was that we used to do the improv together where yeah, we would, yes. we would go in the back room and be like, okay, country music, five words, <laughs> da, 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 yep. da, you know, b- bouncing off back and forth. And then we'd go out there and we'd do a country music song, you know, using the word grapefruit or something. Yep. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was, grapefruit. that was the jam, man. That and I was, was like, I can fun. only do this with Trisha because like Trisha just knows every fucking song in the world and she just says yeah we're gonna do this I do I like I do I know all the songs but I only know like seven chords so it's a limited you know uh a limited a limited (laughs) base I guess eventually but I I, I'm figuring out ways to make my seven chords work for all the songs that's 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 I have to like reverse that because I've discovered I'm probably not going to become a better musician um after a year of trying so you know the first the first focus. rule is it like acceptance of that you know like <laughs> right? that, that, yeah <laughs> I've, I've had to learn that too I was like yeah I am a tenor uh, I hate singing tenor and I have to accept that <laughs> you know like, uh, I'm like oh you know seriously if my balls just dropped enough for me to sing bass I would totally do it but you know at 46 it's not gonna oh you're happen. funny oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Brett. yeah i don't can have I any say of that those on problems can I, can I, yeah can can I say balls. i'm sorry you balls, balls. <laughs> Your last episode where we just talked about all we talked about po- was oh, oh my by the way god. addition to the the peeing thing i was listening to this british podcast i always listen to called red-handed it's hilarious and but these chicks you know what she said she, i just i got another pee thing and i was like oh i wish i had thought of this she was like i went to have a wee. Have a wee. That's and a I good was like, one. Oh, 
I wish I'd had that on my list. Okay, uh, that was that's a good one. Side, that's that was a good an one. addendum to last week. I will not repeat okay, what sorry, my wife last. calls yeah. peeing. And oh I my gosh! Please don't. I, please I, don't. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it's gross. And if anyone ever wants to know, just you know, text message me, and I will totally give you the. Thing <laughs> also, because, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just, it was bad. And the first time she ever said it, I just stopped. Like, we were at dinner, I think, and she said it. And I just was like, and I looked at her and went, what? And she's all, and she said it again. And I'm like, no, 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 that is not allowed. So now that's kind of. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, like, no, 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 no. But yeah, that's kind of the the test with my wife and I is that uh, she generally will say things uh, that are not really couth. And then <laughs> she will repeat them in front of me, in front of friends, just to see my response to her because it's always I, like it's I love her more and more every yeah, time that you is talk about her. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have a quote? Miss oh Shana. my God! We oh yeah, quote, quote. We didn't quote. skip the quote. We do it. All we didn't the move time on to his snack book yet. We just start so talking. It's and okay. Forget it. Also, it was we has you have having to having a texting side conversation. My husband lost. You his have to wallet. download before you anyway, upload. Your husband um, lost his wallet. <laughs> You're you like, why husband. is this my problem? We all went to college <laughs> together. Yeah, I know. It, there's a lot of you know. Well, I have a funny story a, about Edgar, too. There so. is a phrase called man looking, and he is the reason that it exists. Okay, so. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell your story about Edgar? Well, I don't no. Know what so it, it was so funny because um, <laughs> our, Edgar was a year behind me, I believe, because or, he was with, yeah, 97. Two years, maybe. Or two. Two years. Two years. Yeah, because yeah. he the was a baby. freshman when we were seniors. So yeah. Oh, and yeah. So you were a junior when he was a freshman. And so we Shauna were... robbed the cradle. Totally, yeah, okay. she did. We already talked about it before. Okay. And we were we were in Hedda Gobbler together, and yeah, I just remember yeah. like watching him perform and going, "Damn it, that guy is just the best!" Like I love <laughs> working with him, and I loved working with him. Um, but I was also super jealous because at that time I had a crush on you, Shauna. And I was like, damn it. Like he totally like Shauna and him are like great friends and they're like totally dating. And it's like, but, but I laughed because he was just such a giving actor and such a great (laughs) communicator. All right. So we got Brett back. We're back. Hello. Sorry. Time for the quote. And here's the quote. Put your ear down close to your soul and listen hard. Oh, such a good one. And Sexton, the badass. Ooh, Anne I love, Sexton. I love Anne Sexton. She's a really amazing poet. Uh, yes. And I heart her a lot. But I had never seen this quote before, and I was super excited when I read it. So I anyway. love it. I love it. I, I mean, it really does speak to when you when you write uh, that you have to listen to what your soul tells you to to write. You may have an idea in your head of what you want to put down on paper, or you know how you want to want to put it down, but really, what ultimately ends up is your soul takes over your yeah. head and just write. You just end up writing your what what your soul is telling you to write. So many times I start with an idea and then at the end of it, I look at it and go, oh, like that was totally not what I thought I was going to go yeah. to. And 
<laughs> I know. We've said that a bunch of times too, especially when we're doing these writing prompts, because then we'll start or we'll, we'll think, oh, I should have written this or I was going to write this or I don't even when you only have a minute to think about it. But like, right. and then you'll be like, oh, I went such a different direction. And that is sort of channeling your soul for sure, I think. Okay, I will have to laugh though, because you guys did a, uh, a one year anniversary from the Thanksgiving episode from last year that I gave the prompt. And now I'm on the next Thanksgiving episode. So next year I'll be back again. You're going to be our annual, you know, our annual Thanksgiving you're, episode. You're like our annual Thanksgiving DoorDash. parade. <laughs> Which is great because I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving you're the parade. is my favorite time of year. So yeah, you I got Macy's the parade. parade and then you got oh, DoorDash on uh, the bench I'm parade. I'm a bloated, really <laughs> aged <laughs> <laughs> character that everybody is just oh, going to fail and take out a bunch of oh, no. oh um, but no what I was laughing I, I was telling my wife this and she and she cracked up too because she's my editor as well so she reads a lot of my stories before I even put them in because I can't spell worth a damn and I have zero grammar um, and <laughs> you she... have zero grammar. <laughs> that seems like that should be a shirt. I'm sorry. It just, I just have to. I have that. zero grammar. No, I have no, no. zero <laughs> grammar. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But she goes, yeah, I listened to it too. And I thought it was so funny that they were all like happy. It was Thanksgiving. It was all Thanksgiving. And then they read your story and there's just like this dead <laughs> silence. <laughs> we're like, very dumb. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're like, like that's not wow. how you That's not um, how you cook it. Like, Thanks, Brett, for killing the mood. <laughs> yeah. She goes, you can just hear it in their voice. They're like, wow how did we get into this trap and I'm like, I know, I'm so sorry. it's so, good though it brings but, variety because you know it's, it's sometimes it's it's uh it's it's neat to go toward neat what am i like 80 it's so neat neat oh toward, wow uh, the unexpected <laughs> hello mrs beasley i know right well it was funny because uh the dog that i wrote that was up that uh, early had passed away in january uh and but you know writing it in november it was like we were up every two hours taking him out and so i was just sitting there going oh my god like i cannot do anything but write right now and then i'm like mm -hmm. okay so i'm gonna write and then it's like it's three o'clock in the morning and like all these dark images just come into your head yeah. like uh, and this was pre-diagnosis of uh, my depression. So, like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, hooray, I just wrote a really dark story. <laughs> so now I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit happier, so. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's, that's the thing, though, too. I mean, writing is, like, so therapeutic. I mean, Absolutely. in its own way, where it's like, you know, it just, I don't want to say it helps. It doesn't always necessarily help, but, like, I think it's just a way to, to look at I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's, a, it's almost well, it's like the an self-reflection, self but also, yeah. No, also no, like, uh, no, it out. is. All right. Well, I think I am hungry. So well, I love it because I get to be someone else for a minute. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think we're having a delay problem again. Yeah, this is. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Can you hear us? <laughs> no. Hi, Brett. It's me, Trisha. I said that before. Hello, I can hear you. Yes. <laughs> it's just like Hello, there's Trisha, like a, it's me, Brett. <laughs> there's like a four second delay. Two, three, four. 
Yeah. See? <laughs> okay, I'll reply every four seconds. I'll, I'll it's count. All, it's almost like, like one, two, three. Yeah. No, this. Give me that snack book! Because every time we would say something, you would respond to the last thing we said. Okay. So, like the delay. I think you you're know. caught up now. Okay. We're here. We're together. Okay. Continuing. Brett sent us the snack for today. Did you already say that? Nope. <laughs> it's cheddar cheese popcorn <laughs> called Creeters. And yeah. Is it Creeters or Craters? You tell us. There's no A. Cre- uh, I, I call it damn good. That's what I call it. Uh, on the back it says it's obsessively delicious obsessive it's to us it's more than just a catchy saying it's why for generations we've continued to handcraft every flavor and batch of our popcorn it's why we source the finest kernels and only use high quality ingredients like real cheddar cheese so um happy snacking this is really good though Tell us about all the things that you do with it. <laughs> Sounds weird. So. I just I picture Brett with a bag of this in like a flash dance pose, pouring it on his head. <laughs> just like. Very close. close. I have popcorn now. <laughs> so I, I microwave it uh, <laughs> like for 30 seconds to get it warm or I'll put butter on it so that it's all like all slimy. Um, but then most of the times really I'll just messy. like wake up and yeah, and really messy. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just eat a whole bag and my wife will come, you know, I'll go back because were you eating creators? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can smell it on your breath. And I'm like, yeah. Um, but I, I usually put like pretzels in it, dots, pretzels and all that stuff, but you guys are gluten-free and like gluten-free pretzels just give me the chills. So there's some, there's some that are good um yeah. you know which ones are good are the ones that are like the the slims the pretzel slims yeah. have you ever had those yeah. they're like i have yeah those ones are good i've found but it's hard to find them yeah the, the gluten-free I mean, ones. the gluten-free just means it's a different kind of flour other than wheat so you know it's just which yeah. i think is blasphemous as a being a french german person what no wheat <laughs> What? What is this? Okay, so I sent you guys a package that I want you guys to open during during this portion. Okay, Okay. going to get it. Hang on. This is. Everything is like (laughs) in the. Okay. I have more. I have more. I'm like. In a like baby in a corner right now. I'm like just. Oh, nobody puts baby in the corner. I know, but I'm in the corner. I'm not even in the corner. I'm just not in the corner. I just microphones and I put her mic a different in a different way so that she can't reach the table. I can't do anything. So she's like a. She looks like a T Rex trying to like type on her keyboard. (laughs) All right, I'm opening the box. Okay. Dun, dun, Once, dun. Dun, dun, dun. It's a reveal party on a podcast. So you it's can't a, see It's an audio anything. reveal. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, and since we can't, we can't have our video working, so that's not going to come. <laughs> I'm just going to keep eating those popcorn. I'm ripping I'm it so open. Hungry. I don't know if you can hear Are it. you liking the popcorn? I love I mean, it. Seriously, be honest. It's, yeah. They put like caramel it. corn in this. I mean, nope. I like it. What? What is this? It is David Sedaris, the carnival, a carnival of snackery diary. <laughs> I love David Sedaris. Oh my! I love. I saw him Sedaris. live one time. 
He's awesome. I did too. Have you read And he this? signed a book of mine. And he actually sent me a postcard once. Aww. Um, well, because he said he wanted a, a kind of was in need of a shoehorn. So my wife and I sent him a shoehorn. <laughs> and then he replied back with a very cool postcard. Oh, and then like fun. five years later, we, uh, we went to a reading of his. And we stood in line to get it signed. And he was so gracious. He's just such a great guy. Um, and I was like, yeah, we sent you this. She goes, I got so many shoehorns on that tour. And I'm like, yeah, I, t I totally understand. I said, but it's so nice to meet you because after college, I fell in love with your writing and I've read everything you've written and I just think you're awesome. And so he inscribed my book with, uh, at last we meet. And I was like, oh, <laughs> awesome. That's cool. But this is the second book of his journal entries. Uh, the, one, the first one was mm -hmm. uh, Theft and Finding. And then this one, uh, Carnival of Snackery, um, I've been listening to on audiobook, and I'm going to buy the actual paper book. Um, but the Carnival of Snackery refers to he was on an airplane or a, a restaurant or something, and that was how they described the first course was a carnival of snackery. <laughs> oh, that's I hilarious. <laughs> and I was oh, like, shirt that says that. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, that is so Shauna and Trisha. Like, that, that, is, that is hands down. And because I've been listening to it, it is fucking hysterical, and it's funny. It's all his does journal he, entries. Does he uh, do the audio for it? He does, and yeah, on this one, he does it. Stuff. Yeah, he does. He does it, but he has Tracy Ullman uh, oh, do uh -huh. all of the British That's ones weird. because, he, to quote him at the very beginning, he said that he went to a school, and uh, for like teenagers, like high school or something like that, and uh, one of the questions was like. I feel really sorry for the old lady that had to read all of that. And he read every oh, story. Funny. And he was like, okay. <laughs> so we got Tracy Ullman to read. Oh my God. I love him. I mean, I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of all his, of all, not of all his work. I mean, I don't know. I haven't read everything, but I've listened to some, I've read some and I, I, he's awesome. He's amazing. He's so funny. Um, this is great. So, yeah. This is so cool. Thank, Thank you. you. And I'm actually going on vacation, so I'm like gonna take it and actually read for once in my life. So thank you. That's awesome. Nice. Yay! I'm happy. I I was like, I'm like, oh my god, I have to get this book. I'm telling you, like 2014 to 2017, absolutely dying hysterical. So. <laughs> Aww. I love it. Awesome. Um. Thank okay. you. Well, we it's very sweet. We should get to our right club now. Oh yeah! Oh, but before we do, we have a special audio <gasps> um, segment by someone named Chad uh, or the Baldini. I don't know if oh, you know God. Who that is. Uh, <laughs> hmm, that I was sworn to secrecy not to uh, share until we were together. So oh, no. um, let me just cue this up here. So I'm afraid. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna let this play and we're gonna, you know, listen to it and um and then we will chat on the other side. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Hey two broads on a bench and Brett or Jordan, Jordash, whatever. It's your old pal Chad. Rad Chad. Again, whatever. I wanted to send you a special treat. And believe me when I say this. It's special. I first off want to sing the praises of our <clears throat> acquisition from the bench. This kid is cool as shit. 
He consistently contributes quality content, no questions asked. I know writing is hard, especially when people put you on the spot. Stories have to come from within, at least the good ones. So when I send a message that says, write this by Monday, it's basically me throwing a quarter at Brett and saying, dance, monkey, and he does it. Now, producing Down to Folk is not an easy task. I have to weed through a stack of the most random-ass stories in the history of history, pretty them up, and then somehow I need to listen, take notes, and put together a puzzle that is completely blank with no edges. I have to find the commonality in absolute randomness. Every story, if you put it under the microscope long enough, you'll start to see trends and tiny little micro-threads that with patience, you can ultimately weave into a cohesive episode. I compare producing Down to Folk to producing music. For 28 years, I've been involved with performing music, both as a DJ or in a band. One of the most vital traits a musical performer needs to learn is how to read a crowd. You can't play for you. You have to play for the room, the audience. So with music, that's easy. You read the room. If the drunk bimbos from that bachelorette party are singing and dancing in a circle around their shoes and purses in the center of the dance floor, you've got to play American Girl. If you have a sea of camo trucker hats and a shortage of Coors Light at the bar, you have to play Sweet Home Alabama. If you have a younger crowd, you can't go wrong with Semi-Charmed Life. Sure, they weren't born when it came out. Sure, they don't know it's about ruining your life due to an addiction to crystal meth, but it's fun. And their parents beat them over the head with it from the time they were born. So with Down to Folk, each week in the forefront of my mind is what the audience is going to think. But unlike music, you can't really read the room. As much as I would love to gather both of our listeners together every Wednesday morning and see how they react to each episode, that's not possible. So then you have to dive into the gross business side of podcasting. And you have to trust your gut. I have dumped so many of the things I want to do with the show because I don't think it's going to work. You see, every story, just like every song, comes from inside the creator. You write what you know, and you write what you feel. When you listen to Down to Folk based solely on the stories, you can start to paint a picture of who we all are. Some people love Ariel and her twisted takes on the dark side of humanity. Some people love Brett's gift of telling well-known stories from a different point of view. Like I said, the hardest part of being a producer is knowing what's right and what's wrong. Brett's job is to write and record. His job is to reach inside and pull out stories. When I found out that Brett was recording with you guys, I got so excited and incredibly relieved at the same time because recently Brett has strayed 
from his path. Brett sent me a story that came from inside his soul, and he sent me an incredible story. He did his job, but my job is to read the room, to know the audience, and that's what I've done. This story wasn't meant for down to folk. This doesn't belong to us. It belongs to you. So I'd like you all to have it. Enjoy. The tailor would sit at his workbench, a cigarette dangling from his fingers, ash to the filter, as he studied bolts of fabric in a large cupboard, waiting for them to speak to him. He would then pull a bolt of fabric from his cupboard and lay it out on a large table. Closing his eyes, fabric pencil in hand, he'd think of the gown he was to design. When he opened his eyes, the cloth would be marked and patterned, and he would then begin his work of cutting the pieces and pinning them to his dress form. The tailor's talents were world-renowned. Due to his speed of design and production, he'd been commissioned to create pieces for all the magical creatures and fairy godmothers of the world. Remember that Asherello rat dress? He did that. He didn't know the rats would have had plague. Hindsight is everything. He assisted a little man with turning straw into gold for his love. The tailor designed special hay with gold thread inside, so when the girl spun the hay, the husk would fall off and the gold thread would reveal itself. That stupid bitch was convinced it was her doing, but seriously, it took some goddamn talent and masterful engineering to make that shit happen. He even made an emperor some new robes. But the world wasn't ready for invisible fabric, and it caused quite a stir in that kingdom. Damned kids saying he was naked. Kids don't know fashion. I mean, their parents dressed them, for Christ's sake. So the tailor worked his magic and created masterpiece after masterpiece. But with all that magic, there was a catch. The tailor knew of this catch since he was a child. At a very young age, his parents told him that he was special and that he could live forever because of the magic inside of him. However, there was a limit to this magic. For every piece of clothing he created, a year would be taken from his life. If he didn't design any clothing items, he could live forever. So as a child, he tried with all of his might not to create a single piece of clothing. But his magic would not sit still, and his talent had to come out. So it did. And as he made the gowns and suits, he knew that with each one, a year of his life would be taken. But he did not care, because beauty needs to be shared and expressed. People need inspiration and hope. And the tailor's designs gave people all of this. The tailor would literally and physically imbue his life into each piece. And that's why his work was so incredible. He knew the risk, but damn it, the risk was worth it. One evening, after making gowns for several drag queens for a musical review, the tailor sat back and marveled at his work. This is the best I've ever done. He smiled, and as he prepped himself for a bed, he said aloud to his husband, Oh my God, the dresses I've made are the best I've ever done. I am so proud of this work. And then he felt it, the magic shifting inside him. Honey, I love you. Looking deep into his husband's eyes, 
I love this world, and I love all our family and friends and all that I have done. I wouldn't change a thing. Well, maybe the rat dress. Should anything happen, please know that I love you. And with a kiss, the tailor snuggled down to sleep. Upon waking the next morning, the tailor's husband woke and found that during the night, the tailor had passed away. The tailor had made so many dresses, gowns, pants, suits, pants, pants, suits, shirts, and costumes that the eternal life he was blessed with was whittled away, taking him at the early age of 44. And while the world around him was shocked upon the news of his passing, the tailor knew something no one else knew. His life and magic were sewn into every item he made. Therefore, while his physical self gave way to death, he would live on in the garments left behind. This is for Bruce, the magical tailor. May your spirit live on in all that you have left behind. Oh, Brett, that was beautiful. I'm crying. I'm sorry. No, no one. Chad, <laughs> Chad sent it to me. I'm crying too. Thanks. And I was like, here, let me. I have tissues. No, I'm all right. I'm just like, <laughs> I'll just wipe my eyes off with my Cheeto-colored cheddar cheese. Cheddar cheese popcorn fingers is great. Good combination. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to rub that into my eyes So right Chad now. sent it to me, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, what is this going to be? And I'm thinking it's some shenanigan, you know? I'm like, come right, on. Right. You know, I thought it was going to be something about it's always, food or snacks yeah, or something. Down to like, folk and like... Nicknames abound, and and like he titled the file Three Girls on a Bench." By the way, um, <laughs> so which I didn't even see that joke until today when I was like putting the audio file together, and I listened to it, and I was like, I, I was when I first listened to it, I I realized in the beginning of the story, I was like, it, "Is it is it Bruce?" I'm like, "It's Bruce, yeah. it's Bruce." Yeah, and then like, and then I was crying, and then I was like texting chad and i'm like thank you you're right this does belong here this is this is uh you know well <laughs> this is our friend not yours go away yeah so, but i think it was the right call and i think i it think was it, i i totally do and when i wrote that i wrote that during one of my friend's uh wedding uh, and it was right after uh bruce had passed and i was mm. we woke up we spent a weekend in that uh, the weekend of their wedding in a hostel and I just sat down and I wrote because there's this story that like I said earlier the story just comes out. to you yeah you have to get it out and you know I was just thinking because the whole thing with with Bruce is that um he's so was so young and yeah. I'm like well how does that make sense and then I was yeah. like well was if he was magical really? and he could live eternally but mm -hmm. he still had this craft and this beauty sense to him you know, then he had to get that out and know that the price to pay for that beauty and that wonder and that amazing imagination and that craft that he had, it just had to get out. Then maybe that would take away from his, his years, but he knew that. And not only did he know that, he gave that to all of us. Right. And yeah. so I just had to write this story because it's a love letter to him because yeah. he taught me so much about being a human being and accepting and loving and sarcastic and, uh, <laughs> you know, pack a day smoker, um, kind of thing. <laughs> but 
but when I wrote it and I sent it into Down to Folk, because that's kind of how Down to Folk works, is that we just write whatever the fuck we want, right? We we and Chad is thank God Chad is brilliant at what he does. Uh, he has to piecemeal it all together, mm-hmm. and so whatever we throw at him, he's like, okay, great. Now I have to deal with this, you know. <laughs> um, and and I wrote that story, and my wife actually said to me, she goes, "This is not a Down to Folk story," and I'm like. <laughs> I know, but I, I really want to just put it out put there. Put it out I there. I really want it out. You know, I yeah. really want people to know how much I love Bruce and how much the world loved Bruce. And I'm so happy that he sent that to you guys because it isn't a down to folk story. I mean, down to folk story is murdering children and making <laughs> fun of, you know, <laughs> making fun of things. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's got this. Let's and get here's down to little, it. Yeah, magical story about someone we all loved and we all share a part of. Um, and and the reason why we share a part of him is because he gave us so much of himself. And I mean, if you've ever worn a costume by Bruce, oh my mm-hmm. God, you just felt your character come through and, and to do that for multiple people and to do that for a ballet and to do that for dresses and things, you know, just, just the magic that he put into everything, his heart and soul went to every piece that he made. And yeah. I just wanted to honor that. Um, it was, it was so lovely. I'm a little aback by it. I, 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 I'm like, Chad, you fucker. Um, I, was, but, I thought it was very thoughtful. And, and actually, Bruce's memorial is this weekend. So it's tomorrow. I know. I know. I, I'm, I'm so, hoping to turn it, tune into it. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, same. And so it's, uh, it's, it's timely, too. Um, it is. Which, which well, kind of and Thanksgiving weirded me was. out. I'm, I was like, yeah. <laughs> when, when Chad sent it, and then I got the notification that the memorial was the same yeah. weekend that we were recording. It all seemed very, like, universe kind of stepping in there, right? Like, yeah, no. well, and we all worked with him. And, and I love that yeah. you guys did the episode that you guys did right after his passing because it was a shock and it was a, it was a moment where I think it was the first time that one of us had passed. Yeah. You know, one of, one of our group, you yeah. know, that we like did a lot with and did everything with and, yeah. and with. you know, spent, <laughs> lived with and spent, you know, hours hanging out and doing crazy shit with, Hot and then he passed away. <laughs> I loved, I loved that, uh, that episode, not because it was an episode of two girls on a bench, which I always love, but it was just a real dedication to what Bruce meant to all of us and all the yeah. people that, that he had touched. And I still stop and go, how, like, wow, Bruce was, you know, he was going to live forever in my head, you know, being a grumpy old man sitting on a bench with a lit cigarette commenting on how tacky modern fashion is and then (laughs) turning around and seeing someone who's dressed fabulously and saying, you know, I can make that and I can make it better and do it, you know? uh, Well, that was very sweet and I... Thank you for putting that out there. And, uh, and Chad, I will send you a very stern text about uh, surprising me. Uh, a stern text. Y- y- yeah. Strongly worded. Fucking asshole. You're making me Rad, <laughs> Rad Chad. Rad yeah, Chad. Rad Chad is going down. But I, I, do, I, I do appreciate that. Thank you, guys. And thank you for 
putting it out there. Absolutely. Because I think this is the best format for it. I know a lot of times with your guys' show, we have a lot of fun laughing and there's a lot of, you know, as an audience member listening to it and you know, as a participant as well. I just love how fluid and nature and natural you guys are with each other because you guys have been friends forever. And when Bruce passed, I really love that you guys honored that this guy who would randomly show up on your doorstep and stay for oh, yeah. three months, you know, um, uh, and just that love for him. And it was such a respectful moment. And, and yeah, he's, he's, he will always be one of my best friends and I, I can't wait to meet him again. He's probably sitting with my mom and your mom and right? just, you know, just shooting the shit about how, how much shit we did. They're probably, <laughs> he's probably talking to my mom about how I still haven't sewn my son the stocking that she was going to make him because I'm too like, I procrastinate and every year it gets to Christmas and I'm like, I haven't sewn it yet. And like, oh, so yeah, yeah. Like, and he's probably just telling a lot of really dark secrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mocking dark us. Secrets. He's talking about a lot of dark secrets. When you're a roommate for him with two for two years, yeah, you have a lot of dark secrets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have yeah. a lot of writing to get to. Some more writing. Yes. On top yes. of that lovely piece. So let's move on to Right Club. Let's right Club! Welcome to the Bench Right Club. The first rule of Right Club is you do not write about Right Club. The second rule of Right Club is you do not write about Right Club. Right Club. Okay, I'm recording on both ends now. <laughs> both ends. Both ends. <laughs> both ends. You have one in your butt. Is my... Okay, so... Okay. <laughs> Hey everybody, we're back. <laughs> so we did a very typical uh, bench side. I don't know what it was, but where we had to stop and take a break, and so Brett's done all of that breaking with us. And that's how a day usually usually takes us like an entire Saturday. <laughs> family for one had to episode. leave, and they yeah. had like jackets and snacks, water, and then, like and, yeah. yeah. My wife came back, and she's like, "Are you still?" <laughs> like, oh. It's an like, all day. Like, you're like, oh, I'm recording with the bench. This is how it's it a goes. Full immersion for you, Brett. <laughs> full Welcome. immersion. Welcome. <laughs> like wow you're like i really feel like i'm going through it with them um yeah so yeah. <laughs> thank you for bringing me i along. know it's fun well it's yeah it's fun so okay so we have right club and this is a big right club because there's a lot yeah and so i'm going to just read the prompt again it's gives convince someone to eat your least favorite thanksgiving food and so we have um, submissions, and we're going to take turns reading them. Um, and Brett has done two. Uh, two because he's an overachiever, <laughs> I guess, or whatever. And well, I had to write one in DTF fashion, and then I had to write one in Brett Jordan fashion because I write very differently for DTF than I do normal writing. And, so, and we that. just Throw did like a it. hack job because that's yeah. what we normally well, do. I'm going to start with mine because oh, yeah, do try. I it was last minute. <laughs> Do you want to read your part? This is very creative. So um, this morning I was like, I haven't creative. done my write prompt yet. And I probably should because it's like, you know, part of my podcast. But then I had this brilliant <laughs> idea. So then I texted Shauna. Okay, we're going to read. This is like at 9 a.m. <clears throat> so we're going to read the text. We're going to read the text like a dialogue. 
So I did my writing prompt by text. So when I say you can submit... What, what's the prompt uh, again? I just read it. Convince someone to eat your least favorite Thanksgiving food. And so okay. I did two things, too, because I'm also an overachiever. But this is the first one. And this is the <sighs> this is the one that was really off the cuff. At 9 o'clock this morning, I was like, <laughs> here's what I'm going to do. So I text Shauna. <laughs> this is a text conversation. So in your mind, imagine... The little bubbles <laughs> that come on your. Here we go. Before before this last night, I had texted Trisha a picture that says, "I appreciate you," because I appreciate. <laughs> I don't even know why I appreciated her, oh, but I just I did. Was setting things up. Oh, it's all good. Okay. All right. Okay. So here's what I texted Shauna this morning. Do you like pumpkin pie? I don't think you do. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> this is. This is because it's part of another thing we're, we're doing. We're doing something else for another podcast where I'm also talking. So just so this doesn't, because otherwise it makes no sense. I said, no, not really. Hey, <laughs> are we making the pecan, pecans, pecans? Should I bring the swerve brown sugar? I said, yes, bring it. If I make a pumpkin pie, will you try some? Why are you making pumpkin pie? LOL, question mark. Yes, I'll try it. I don't hate it. But it's not my favorite. And then I put a smiley devil face. I don't know. It just sounded fun. Actually, this is my writing prompt. I just convinced you to try my least favorite Thanksgiving food via text. Boom. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm one sneaky bitch. I was like, why are you trying out? Oh, wait. I was like, are you trying out a recipe for Thanksgiving? Ha ha. And there's no pie. Pie emoji, smiling, uh, laughing hysterically, crying. And then I said, good, because I'd hate wasting my calories on that. Oh, same. I'm serious, though. This text exchange is my writing prompt. It took at least three minutes, LOL. And then I wrote, <coughs> I'm writing mine now. And Okay, so anyway, that's what She I said, said, because procrastination is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my writing prompt. So I, that was Trisha's writing prompt. Do. I don't I like pumpkin pie. I can't reach it. And kazoo. I convinced you to do it. I can't oh, do I anything. have a kazoo. I'm four miles from all my props. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Brett, you pick. Uh, this is writing prompt roulette. What do you want to read? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm looking at this, and uh, I think I'm going to go with Sharpies first because Yay. Yay. I, I, I like the way she... Kayla always kills me with her stories. And this one I, I died laughing at. So, all right. So I'm going to start. Look at it. It's right there, sitting amidst all these delicious foods as though it belonged there, here. The turkey, the stuffing, the green bean casserole, all of these great mainstays have no idea what lurks among them. The mashed potatoes, though, they know. <laughs> oh, yes, they know. <laughs> It's sitting so close to my plate. I want nothing more than to push it aside. Heck, I want to push it over the side of the table, let it crash to the floor, spill its ugly orange creaminess all around where the dogs would come and sniff it. <laughs> but I know they won't eat it. The dogs are too smart for that. Not like Grandma. I don't know how Grandma could ever consider putting a single spoonful in her mouth. It's so nasty, so revolting. I have to get rid of it. I need to get rid of it. Okay, stay calm. Don't let on. Hey, Grandma, 
Would you like some more sweet potato? <laughs> There's plenty left. Oh, good. She said, yes. <laughs> the only good thing about this, the only good thing is that once she eats them, there will be less sweet potatoes left in the world. <laughs> Thank God. Yay. Uh, oh my killed God. it, Kayla. I love, like, the whole, like, everyone at the table, uh, you know, all the other dishes on the table know, like, the, that's the, the, mash, you know, the bas- yes. mashed potatoes the know. They know. <laughs> the mashed potatoes know. They know. I love it. For a, for a split second, I was scared that she was going to say she didn't like Me mashed too. potatoes. And I was going to start crying and be like, Kayla, I don't know, I know. you, but now I do know Kayla. Because I don't like... Sweet potatoes. sweet potatoes or any of that we never made that in my family so like i yeah that's not a thing that i'm like clamoring my for. aunt always made them and i always had some i like yams so i don't mind it but she cover it in marshmallows so my kids would just like eat the marshmallows off the top that's basically all it's there for i think that's what everybody yeah, likes about it but we never made it so it's not even like something that's nostalgic for me but Oh, wait, I'm going to read. See, see, I grew up with Thanksgiving. Like, I mean, we all grew up with Thanksgiving. Like, <laughs> but you did. Except for people in England. They just call it, you know, thank God day. Um, but uh, yeah, I love every dish at Thanksgiving. So it's always kind of been difficult for people. Like, what's your least favorite dish? I'm like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I don't know. So <laughs> Corn? <laughs> that's not a Thanksgiving food. That's just that's just an, an extra vegetable. Oh, it's like my mom's husband always wanted her to make a salad at Thanksgiving because he was convinced he would yes. live longer if he ate a salad every day. And like a green salad. That my mom didn't swear, yes, right? Yes. And like that we were sitting down at her house one year for Thanksgiving and he was like, Where's a salad? And she's like Fucking salad is not a Thanksgiving food. <laughs> and like we were all like <gasps> But and then and then he would be yeah, yeah. She, she wasn't like a swearing no. kind of person. No, that I was know. probably like a couple glasses of wine in, but she was like <laughs> finally we got gave in and made him a green salad and literally he was the only one who would eat it. It was like we all knew if we touched it, my mom would like glare at us. <laughs> Like and, and also, there's no room on your plate Don't for a salad. And no, and there's no like no. place Stop for that. that. No, there's no room for that. Oh yeah, I know. Anyways, I think they need to put like a a baking dish out for like you know one of those baking sheets for Thanksgiving dinner so that you could put all, all the food. Oh, on. I know. Yeah. You know that's, that's why you yeah. have to eat like several because, plates because you can't get it all in. Well. <laughs> And I, I am the one in charge of making Thanksgiving dinner because my mom was a French chef and I learned how to cook and blah, 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 blah. And so every year I make Thanksgiving dinner. And by the time I sit down, all I want is a pizza or a sandwich. Yeah, because you're I don't exhausted. Even want to touch yeah. The food. I'm like, it's a I, lot. I, I, and, and, and I'm like, I don't eat leftovers. So it's like, I, I say right at the very beginning, here's the food. You're taking it home. If you don't take it home, it's going in the I trash. Mean, I'm sorry if you guys okay. feel bad. We just exchanged the glance because we feel like the leftovers are the best That's part. That's like my favorite part. Especially so if you spend all day cooking. Just mail them to us. That's yeah, gross. mail don't us your that. leftovers. Just we'll okay, take care I'll, of I'll it. I'll mail you my <laughs> over 24-hour brine overnight. turkey and my gravy. How do you Dude. not eat? You don't eat a turkey sandwich? Not even like a, like a turkey sandwich? Oh. I I get a little bit of vomit in my throat on a turkey what? sandwich. Like, oh, what? No. I don't like leftovers. I don't like leftovers. Uh, Just ever I, in your whole life? 
with Ever. anything? No, in my whole life. Some okay, things are so better the next day, Luther- like chili is I'm better left over. Yeah. I, I take this as being a Lutheran minister's <laughs> kid and every potluck oh. there was is that it always would come home with us. Okay. And so we get a grab bag of crappy food. Uh, I mean, I gotcha. Sorry, of no, good I gotcha. Food made well, by great speaking Luther. of, and so like the idea of leftovers. No. Well, speaking <laughs> of potlucks, Shauna found out about a something from the Midwest. She's like, Trisha, okay. have you heard of this? I'm I like, had no. to share this. So, and you may have heard of it. I had not, uh, and I thought Trisha might because she's she's from the Midwest, so she randomly knows things I don't know. Being and like Lutheran, a California, and, we're, and we all grew up Lutheran. Or was so Lutheran, yeah. Disclosure here for everybody. <laughs> Bread is what we call a PK in the world that we come <laughs> yes. from, which is a pastor's kid. Uh, and I was like a like a late PK because my dad became a pastor later. Because I didn't grow late, up as a PK. PK. I was like a PA, like a pastor's a PK PK a pastor's kid adult. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But but we, we, we always went to church. Anyway, that's a side note. But um but the Midwest. Okay, so I was on a conference call with a bunch of people all like week. Everybody's talking about Thanksgiving food. Like in every conference call, like you know, Teams Zoom meeting I was in, it was like, what's everybody's favorite Thanksgiving thing? And so. This lady who's in like I don't, I don't know, Minnesota maybe, she was like, we always make strawberry pretzel salad. Have you heard of this? Oh God! Have you heard of it? Yes. So in my mind, being a Californian, I picture a bed of spinach. I picture leaves. a bunch of whole strawberries. <laughs> Because we live in strawberry country here too, where we yeah. live, like right. or like you know chopped in half strawberries and. Like pretzels, a lovely balsamic. Which kind of goes back to your pretzel thing earlier where you put pretzels Some sort in of with crunch your right. on a salad. I just think it's literally like a bunch of pretzels in a bowl with, with a like bunch of strawberries. And, and I was like, I could kind of like get down with yeah. that. Like that's crunchy, okay. sweet. Like I guess, you know. I, balsamic I'd probably vinaigrette. just eat them separately. Yeah. No. Be like no. a weird. I know, no, but it's like salty no. sweet. No. So then I looked it up and I was like, oh no. So strawberry pretzel salad is like, first of all, it's like like a casserole or a, it's just a it dessert. It looks like a casserole. It is nothing like a salad. It looks okay? like a crust of pretzels. And they're like, it's a salad because it has a fruit in it. I was like, what? No. Uh, is that cream cheese or whipped cream? What it's is that like white whip. stuff? It's like some sort of like, no, it's like Cool Whip. Oh, oh no! It's, yeah, I was gonna say it's cool. And, like and one maybe cream away cheese. from plastic. Yeah, it's like not okay. So this is what. It, oh wait, cool here, here's what's and, in it. Here's and what's butter, in it. butter, cream cheese. So I think butter you mix probably with chopped up pretzels it's to like make a, a crust. crust. It's sort yeah. of like yeah. a cheesecake, but not yeah. a cheesecake. So it's like a crust of crushed up pretzels with butter. And then, like, I think you mix cream cheese and, and cool, cool whip. whip. Yeah. Ugh. And then you mm-hmm. layer and that. And then you layer and you on sugar into strawberries, it. but you mix the strawberries with like jello. Uh, it's like yeah. all the things that, like, you can No. I could eat them separately, except not the cool whip. And, but like, so that's the strawberry pretzel salad. I've probably offended someone right now. I don't care. This it's is okay. the weird. I would never eat this. It makes me scared and freaked out and I so mean, anyway i wanted you all to know this, about it this harkens back to the jello salad, salad and i think brett even mentioned a jello um a jello thing in, in one his. of my yeah so <laughs> my grandma made tuna jello and she used oh god the yes. giant um bronze 
salmon mold to make the tuna jello yes. is green lime jello with tuna fish in it yes. shredded carrots with like yes. an olive with the pimento yes. for the eye probably some sort of cream yep. cheese in there too Only and you that see my face that's right fucking now. fish jello was the most horrifying thing i saw growing up like i would just it be like just what like the fuck tuna just like from a can just in like the jello mixed in. Yes. like how you would yeah. mix in fruit in jello i guess like it's like that like floating so floating yeah. in jello with carrots yeah ugh, ugh. so uh, nasty. Yeah, yeah and it was super know. scary I mean, looking I, I, why did they use so much jello like what were they trying well, to do yeah, i think it was like a, a a thing in like the 60s and the 70s yeah. it was like convenient floating yeah. food Suspended. you know like, and you I can did. make it in a neat shape yeah. like a fish that Ew, is so uh, creepy yeah. oh no always yeah. in a bunt cake no uh, ours always was always <gasps> in made. a bun my pan mom, my mom was the queen of the jello salad oh, and she would put it in a bunt pan but she would like whip the jello with cream whipped cheese cream or, cream. or yeah. sour yep. cream Ew, or something sour like that. Cream. And then she would throw in <laughs> like pineapple oh. and yep. peas like can- and, and like canned shit, right? Yeah, like yeah. back it's in the canned. day, it's all right. canned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then just throw it in the fridge. Just throw it in the fridge. And then like <laughs> when it came time, that weird sucking noise of the of the, the such. Oh, no. it's like. On a plate full of lettuce, <laughs> and then she would take that to to like a yep. potluck, and you it was know, beautiful. And then she would always bring it back. Oh, and it was leftover like one now, like a and dare, now- like somebody. Dared another person. In this moment, we like, get why you don't like leftovers. Now I understand the leftovers, <laughs> yeah, and I totally, yeah. I'm like fine with it. Yeah, I actually, for it. first yeah. I was like mad, and now I'm like I totally understand. No, my, I, I, you can have the leftovers. I'm totally fine with it, but I get grossed out by it because I grew up with you like ate, day old cold cold spaghetti <laughs> and <Jesus>. you know <laughs> my mom's day old jello salad. <laughs> Yeah, I will say this about Lutherans, you know, it's like the blandest, blandest food humanly possible for a potluck. (laughs) Yeah, if someone brought a taco salad, it was like, oh, where are they from? Or it would have Fritos (laughs) in it or some weird crap like that. Yeah, yeah, I do recall like like us having quite the flavorful casseroles that we would bring and people being like, because my mom's Mexican, so they'd be like, wow, what's this (laughs) magical thing that you brought no and i remember them saying like i actually now that you said that yeah exactly no totally yeah. that's what Your it was and that's like show we always like brought that enchiladas yeah yeah and and then it would be like wow and now good. that you said that it makes a lot of sense my mom had a showstopper well, my mom- jello also she had yeah. a showstopper jello what, what it was, was her jello? the seven layer jello and it was in a, a nine by 12 clear pan and it was a layer <laughs> of cream cheese mixed with uh, and then like mm-hmm. a layer of red jello and then another cream cheese layer yep. and then a layer of yellow and it would be the rainbow it would go like seven mm-hmm. layer jello oh, and shit. she would have to refrigerate the nine by 12 in between yeah, each layer to, to make the solidify it so it took like an entire two days before the event. Oh, yeah, and it was beautiful because right. it takes but like it was hours for Jello. Basically, to a set. bunch of cream cheese and Jello still, so it still does not yeah, that delicious. It. What was in the cream cheese? I don't remember. Like, I don't know. Like sugar. Something probably sugar. sugar. Yeah, yeah, probably just sugar. And all right, but it well, was this beautiful. Is, this, this has is been Jello important. Chat Right Club. This is. 
Jello chat by uh, by two girls he on puts the bench. Some, or three if we added some vodka to the Jello, <laughs> I could almost get down with this Jello casserole. Like a see, and that's exactly Jello it. Shot if it was casserole? an alcoholic Jello casserole, then Thanksgiving dinner would I be mean, just perfect. Jello like, shot casserole. Give it to the kids. Shot give it to the adults. Just make it. it. The kids all go to sleep. And you're like, thank that's God. Gonna be, yeah, everyone passes that's gonna out. That's going to be Lisa talking about me years from now. They'll be like, my mom's showstopper at Thanksgiving was the Jello shot casserole. <laughs> I will be proud. Every, we don't remember. Everybody a lot of loved it, and we don't know why. <laughs> the grown-ups seemed quite amused by this. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's, let's get going. reading. We got okay. a lot to do. So, we, we all right. Yeah. So, you, you gonna read I'm going to read Hammers. Okay, you go. Okay. You do it. So, Hammer used the subject line, the hammer has delivered. Because <laughs> uh, she said, Always. she said, I used that subject line because I listened to the replay of the Turkey Bench Right Club today from last week. And apparently, that's the line included with my submission for that episode. <laughs> Speaking of, I did now a call back to that same story. Oh. As a vegetarian, there's one thing that people always think I want at Thanksgiving, but it's disgusting. And that's why I picked this, quote, food for my submission. Yay. You can read it with an accent if the spirit moves you. <laughs> Wait, what, what accent? Do it, do it. Do it. I think do, do the Midwest. Okay. That is your, your right. best accent. In my opinion, so much pressure. This is happening live. Uh, it's happening live for me too. <laughs> I'm also live. <laughs> Who's not live right like, now? No. <laughs> it's happening live for Kisha too. Oh my god! I can't even think of a Midwest accent right now. That's how like O's. Minnesota, you know, you just gotta talk okay. like you know, you you go throw in a lot of those that. People you know. probably, those people probably, those people, they hate us. Are. But Trisha's from the Midwest, so she's allowed. Mm-hmm. She's okay. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. She's warming up. Hot dog. It isn't. It isn't going to hurt you. I said. But it is. It does bad things. Very bad things, she whispered, her voice hoarse from crying. It isn't even alive. It was never alive. And then it gets cooked. And then it's even more not alive. I tried to reassure her. She was balled up in the corner of the couch with the blanket pulled all the way up to her chin. Tears had dried on her cheeks and a fresh wave of tears ready to spill over. I'll just eat sides. I don't need it. It does bad things. I'll eat the turkey you shot in your driveway if I have to, but I'm not going to eat that thing, that amorphous blob. Besides, you aren't even going to eat it. You are eating the turkey, she cried before exploding into a coughing fit. But Willard deserved to die, and I will forego my vegetarianism to show that the asshole, to show that asshole the inside of my stomach, I cackled. Please just let me eat the sides. You aren't even going to eat that damn tofurkey, she cried. But I was having none of it, and I marched to the microwave like a child ready to hang her macaroni artwork on the fridge like it was going on a wall in the fucking loo. And I cut open the plastic bag, and I let that tofurkey slurp right into the glass dish before shoving it in the microwave and hitting start. That's not how you cook a tofurkey, she wailed from the living room. Oh my God! Oh my God. Will, do you remember the Willard story? Oh, yeah, that is the best. Oh God! Oh he just God. killed us. Oh my God! Sorry, my I accent changed a lot. 
during that one, but that was really good. <laughs> awesome. Oh my god, I laughed. That was the whole really time. good. Hammer, hammer, deliver. I just want the signs, please stop. I it's like torture. Sign. It's literally like torture. All right, All right. Now, Sean has got to read something now. I'm going to read we'll go one back of to Jordash's, and then uh, Jordash is going to read one of Jordash's, <laughs> and then. I'm going to read my, I don't know. I don't know why I'm yeah. planning out the rest of the podcast. Then, okay. Yeah, why are you planning? You're like dictating. Not, I don't know. Yeah, I just that. had to get it out there. All right. This is by Brett Jordan. And this is titled, They Will Know, dot, dot, dot. They always know. What is that? Tasha said, examining the Thanksgiving buffet that was laid out for the family. It's jello, I said, staring at the lime gelatinous bun cake shaped <laughs> item filled with marshmallows, shredded carrots, and pineapple. <laughs> Ew, who brought that? One of the aunties, they're Lutheran. They always bring a jello something or another. I replied, touching it with a serving spoon, watching it jiggle in a disturbing <laughs> manner. I am not touching that. It's not that bad. I mean, it looks horrible, but it's kind of refreshing. <laughs> I handed her the spoon. You should try it. <laughs> no. She pushed the spoon back into my hand. No, no, no. Oh, come on. One bite. It won't kill you. Plus, if one of the aunties sees it hasn't been touched, they will throw a fit. I pushed the spoon back into her hand. Tasha paused for a moment. We could just take a spoon and not eat it. She looked me in the eyes. Have you ever remotely tried lying to the aunties? I whispered. <laughs> a long silence filled the space between us. Damn it, you're right. She took the spoon and slid it through the goopy jello. Eat it, I dared. And with that, she took the spoon and placed it in her mouth. That's horrible. Her face screwed up in utter repulsion. I know. That's why I never eat it. I smiled and walked away, leaving Tasha with a mouthful of green marshmallow carrot pineapple <laughs> jello slowly <laughs> dissolving in her mouth. Oh, oh my god, it. Brett. Oh my god. This whole jello it, thing it, wasn't even planned, man. No. No. That just awesome. was an organic Tasha conversation is, that happened right there. That is actually a real story because my, uh, my uh, nephew's wife is Tasha. And uh, and every Thanksgiving, she's like, oh, I don't I don't eat that. <laughs> and I'm like, have you tried it? She goes, she goes, no. And I'm like, well, try it and then tell me how it is. If, if it's something that I know is gross, I just I love wait for it. her to eat it. I'm like, you're like what do you think she goes you're the lucy yeah. in this story and the jello is a football oh my god Full circle. we don't read these usually before i know so, all i so saw we're surprised was too. they're lutheran they always bring a jello something or another that's the only sentence that stuck out to me when i was like printing it and i like that made me laugh on its own like so that was amazing so funny brett well, All right, you, you want to do your DTF um, submission? Yes, you do your DTF one now, Brett. Okay. 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 <laughs> Go. You, you do it. No, you do no. it now. Do it now. <laughs> wow. God, we're not married. Okay, stop. <laughs> All right. So this is called Birds Can't Cook by Jordan for DTF. Once upon a time, there lived a turkey, a chicken, 
and a duck. They shared a small flat in the East Village and were known for their progressive <laughs> attitude. One day, they invited their friend over for a vegan Thanksgiving. Their friend, not being vegan, and being completely unaware that the dinner was to be vegan, came over with a large appetite, only to have it be ruined by the fact that the three did not know how to cook, and the flat smelled like a barn. What did you expect from a turkey, a chicken, and a duck? The friend sat down at a haphazard dress table and waited for the food to be served. The three dropped plates filled with half-cooked and even raw items, which was fine because they were mainly vegetables and grains. Try it, they urged, but the friend could not stomach the food. No, no thank you. You can eat it. I'm not super hungry. <laughs> Plus, I have to go to my mom's later. <laughs> the friend smiled graciously. And so they did. They ate until they were stuffed. But you know what happens when food is not properly cooked? You get food poisoning, and sometimes you get sick. But many times, you can die. And that's what happened. The turkey, the chicken, and the duck died right there at the table. The friend, not knowing what to do, decided to do the only thing that he knew oh, how as a chef. No. He cleaned the birds and stuffed the chicken into the duck and the duck into the turkey and then placed them into the oven at 425 until the temp read 165 and then brought it over to his mother for dinner that night. Thus, the first turducken was made, <laughs> all because birds can't cook and should never cook a vegan meal for a non-vegan hungry chef. Oh, oh my god. That was and amazing. that like goes full circle back to Stephanie's story, Hammer's oh. story. Like <laughs> right, Jesus. Exactly. We, when she said feels that, I was like, like we oh, planned this, <laughs> but so it's all organic, guys. I no. have to tell you when you said it was a turkey, a duck, and a chicken, I was like, there's gonna be a turducken. <laughs> of oh my course. god. I of can't course. wait. And like well, I have to say, just as a weird side note, so I have a little chihuahua mix and she's gotten a little um hefty in her older age uh well she's not that old but she had a back injury so she's getting a little chunky around the middle and so when she's went this is just like the weirdest story but it, it i promise it leads it oh leads back God. to this you're not cooking no we're dog. not but when she's like <laughs> sleeping the dog in the snarl when she's sleeping under when what? she's like sleeping under the blanket and she's all like warm and toasty the other day my husband was like he's edgar you know my husband edgar was like yeah. He was like, she's a turducken. She's just ready to be served. So like warm. And we were laughing so hard. We're like, she's stuffed like a little turducken. And I can't oh believe it. God. We've been saying that like nonstop like the last week, which is why it's so weird that you were. Okay, anyway. Uh, just, that's hilarious. Sorry, but you're. Well, a DTF story has to have a death. Yeah. And has to have a yep. fairy tale oh, yeah. no. to it. That's kind of the rule. I love it. That was freaking hilarious. That was awesome. Yay! Good oh, job. You. <laughs> so yours is a dialogue, right, Shauna? Oh, do you want so me I'm to do one mine. side? Mine is a dialogue. <clears throat> do you want me to be Alan? Yeah, you can be Alan. I'm going to okay. be Shauna's son, Alan, and Shauna's going to be Shauna. <clears throat> I'm going to be myself. Okay. Um, I wrote this uh, after Trisha texted me. Okay. <laughs> It's really you. good. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's amazing. Cut. Okay, all right. I had to pause for effect. I was eating popcorn, so I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> hey, Alan, what's your least favorite Thanksgiving food? Cranberry. Yeah, me too. Like the cranberry in the can, the jelly. Yeah, but I don't like the cranberries either. <laughs> 
What if we got like a cool recipe and used real cranberries and tried to make it good? Would you try it? Yeah. I don't like sweet stuff with my savory food. I don't like fruit with regular food. Sometimes. Like what? Give me an example. Strawberries can be good. They aren't always sweet. I think raisins and food are gross. Like people put raisins and stuffing and apples and I just can't. I don't like apple pie. What? We made an apple pie. When? I have pictures. I don't like it. Why do you have to cook fruit? Just let it live. (laughs) I said that. That's awesome. (laughs) Just let it live. Why do you have to cook Uh, fruit? Uh, Anyway. So I did convince him. Here's the thing. He likes to cook. My son likes to cook. So when I was like, I know how I can convince him. I can be like, what if we found a recipe and we made it ourselves? Like, yeah, he's you know, like, yeah, I'll try he's it. like, yeah, I would try it. But so that was my convincing part. But then we just, it then just, just went, kept okay. going. All right. So you can't cook fruit. Let, let, it, yeah, let it live. Somehow that got aligns with all the other like... ones too. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. It's a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> let it live. Well, so he's not vegan though. We have Shelly Sizemore submitted for I think the first time or maybe second time in our podcast history. Shelly is a celebrated writer from the university that we all went to, California Lutheran University, uh, that we often mention, and Brett is an alum as well. And Shelly was someone we all looked up to when we were in school because she was this amazing writer and wrote all these plays and. All this cool stuff. And threw kick-ass and parties. She, she threw kick-ass yeah. parties. She did. We, we reminisced same. about a many a cast party we spent at Shelly's house. <laughs> so she was the best. And so she submitted something, and Brett gets to read it. Yay! Okay, Brett. I'm I'm so excited because, like, it's Shelly. I know. I need to read Shelly's work again. I'm so happy. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Eddie. You will love this. It's soft and a bit stinky, kind of a hint of sweet and spice all the way down. There's a crust, maybe graham cracker, if you want it, but I recommend slurping all the filling first. Since you have very few teeth, it will be right up your alley. And if you are a very good boy, I may give you some whipped cream to go with it. Wait, can dogs have pie? Yay! Yeah. Uh, and so Eddie funny. is her schnauzer, who I love. <laughs> and she posts pictures of Eddie all the time. And I'm like, oh, I love Eddie. I love Eddie. So funny. So. Well, that's awesome. Are there, was that it? No, that was it, right? I have one more. Oh, Trisha's got one more. It's a song. <laughs> what a surprise. Trying to just roll her eyes. No, I'm laughing because earlier I was. Putting, putting oh, yeah. something down in the room and I was like oh what's this and Trisha's like don't look at it it's a surprise and I'm like why'd you leave it sitting out then because it's like it accessible <laughs> oh my god she's like don't look I know I was like I have I mean, it's like when my mom would come into my bedroom early in the morning <laughs> <laughs> it was not the same as it that wasn't at all. quite like not that at all like that oh, but oh, a little sorry. bit you're so funny Okay. All right. Can you hold this for me? I'm gonna be the. Uh, You're the my holder. music stand. I'm the music stand. I can think of All right. Word. So holder. Yeah, she can't touch anything else, but she's holding your music. Yeah, she you. can't reach anything else. <laughs> I can't move except what I give her to hold. I'm, so I'm just I, a prop, really. At the end I, of the day. you know, I don't like pumpkin pie, and I didn't think of that till this morning. So this week, though, I was ruminating about what I really don't like about Thanksgiving. 
no offense, but it's other people's Thanksgiving food. And primarily because stuffing is like one of my most favorite things. <laughs> Me too. Other people's stuffing. People so, get weird about stuffing. I love this. Yes. So, and Shauna and I get weird about stuffing. We have our own ways of doing it. Her mom has a way. Shauna has developed her own way. I've adapted my mom's way. My sister has her own way to do it, like in the crock pot or something. And I'm like, no, that's wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> so everyone has an opinion about stuffing. My aunt puts it's fruit so... in her stuffing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've already. Some people. See, that's wrong. I've, I've already sorry. shared. Stuff the bird with stuffing and it comes out a little gelatinous. No, and also of it's yellow. like dangerous. Okay. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. So, do your Stuffing. And then I know Brett is into Billie Eilish like I am. So I had to find a Billie Eilish song <laughs> that would fit my message about stuffing. So this is called I Wish Your Stuffing Was Okay, based on a Billie Eilish song by me. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> I know what song it is. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay. Baby, I love Thanksgiving food for words I knew you understood. I love pies, the best three words you always say. I laugh along and try your food. I don't want to be so rude. Just one bite, three words as you fill my plate. I just want your stuffing to be okay. <laughs> But all you do is offer me a taste I can't tell you how much I wish your food would go away I just wish your stuffing was okay Forty-six Thanksgivings I've had now Lots of yams with marshmallow Cranberries are good Okay, but when I come to your house and you put my plate down, I see your stuffing and I wanna <laughs> walk away. <laughs> I just want your stuffing to be okay. <laughs> but fruit and runniness get in the way. I can't tell you how much I wish I didn't have to stay. I just wish your stuffing was okay. Pass me the gravy <laughs> to give your blend stuffing flavor explosion. Don't say there's more stuffing. Just pass me potatoes. You can't mess up potatoes. Oh, God, you can, <laughs> but your food is a hot mess, yeah, and I can't stand another taste, stand another taste, I just want your stuffing to be okay, but all it does is taste another way. I can't tell you how much I wish I didn't want to taste it. I just wish your stuffing was okay. I just wish your stuffing was okay. <laughs> Woo! Oh, God. <laughs> when you said the I know. I was like, oh, no. I was 
is gonna die. That was my pivotal I moment when I wrote that. I was like, that's die. the best part. Oh my god. It shot a nose a very you long story about that. Oh my. they're paused. Okay, I guess you can. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, you think when you go to someone else's house for Thanksgiving, you're like, well, at least you know, like, the turkey and the potatoes are going to be good. But I have had some experiences where everything is horrible. Yeah. And oh, it me is too. just because oh you're not God. cooking. And maybe you offer, you were told to bring something. You were not, like, available. You weren't able to bring your own thing. And then it's just, I'm always like, right. Whenever someone invites us over now, I'm like, I'm bringing my own stuffing. <laughs> And you guys can have some or not. I just like to do it because my mom's gone. That yeah. excuse works. <laughs> no one, oh no one messes with you, Brad. If you get invited somewhere, you can just be like, it's for the memory of my mother. Your dead mom. Yeah. No, no, no. The dead yeah, mom no, card. I, I, I've used that it a lot. Yeah, the dead terrible. mom card. It's like, and then everybody just sits there like, and they eat it, and you're like, I mean, I've done it, and it's been terrible. Like, something I've made is terrible. Like, yeah, my mom used to make this all the time. Like, and I was like, so eating, like yeah, it never tasted like this. And everyone's like, oh, this is so good. Aww. And I'm like, Aww. okay. Dead mom card. You're so kind. Why are you this lying to me? such a happy me? episode. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> so, yeah, I had a hard time, though, finding a song that I could write uh, in, from Billie Eilish about stuffing. So, and then that I found was this one. perfect. I love so, it. Oh, my gosh. Um, it was perfect. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like that's, that's a, another, that's another song that's ear, gonna get ear, stuck in my yeah. head. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna be singing that forever. Uh, well, thank you so much, Brett, for joining. Brett for joining us for joining. I can't talk. Brett for joining us today. We had a lot of fun hanging out with you, and and you oh, spent the whole day I with know. us because <laughs> you know, I know. three hour I, episode. Uh, I've been. I've been wanting this for a long time <laughs> since all your blogs, Aww. since your first hot year, first Aww. thing. But it's been a pleasure, and and I think it because I did the writing for Thanksgiving last year, and now I'm you know guesting that I have to come up with something to do next year. Well, for we're gonna have I'm just telling you annual that. Brett yeah. Thanksgiving annual, episode, yeah, and yeah. absolutely, yeah. you got to really do the whole thing with us, which was like tech issues. A weird long break oh, yeah. yep. with like the kids and the dog yep. and like whatever. The whole and, and adventure the experience. Action by surpri- <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to do the whole podcast experience. So I'm glad that it's I'm glad that we got with us. I'm glad we got to curate that for you. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I'm I'm glad that I experienced it, and I just want to tell everyone who's listening. They work really hard. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. I do not envy whoever has to edit. Oh, that would be me. I'm the editor. So, it's Trisha's okay. in charge. And yeah. Um, yeah. So Trisha's that's good. in charge. Yeah. So, well, thank podcast. you so much. And everybody, please listen to Down to Folk. It's such a great podcast. Yes. It's Hilarious. so awesome. And I'll just like binge and, a bunch of them. Like your recent one about the uh, <laughs> Norman Bates uh, campus. <laughs> hysterical <laughs> breastfeeding writing some really funny uh stuff and sometimes doing some like voice work like the baby yeah. bear stuff that you, cracked yeah me the, up. the Goldilocks oh, baby bear creeped creeped my wife out she was like that's no, just you doing no. that voice was super that's creepy just, it was no. a little creepy it was a little bit like Nazi-esque a little bit sometimes yeah. I was like is this like you know Heinrich Hemler, yeah. the bear. Anyway, but yeah, no, good stuff. All good. And and we love our, our sister brother podcast, uh, Down of Folk. So please check that out. And thank you all so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
Happy Thanksgiving, yeah, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Wonderful Thanksgiving with your families or friends or yourself. Hopefully you get something that you love out of this and not some gross gelatinous, runny, <laughs> fruity situation. And keep writing. Jello stuffing. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Keep writing. Keep snacking. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us on the bench. Do you want to be a bench lane? Be a bench lane. Be, be a bench lane. Wow. Be a bench lane. Be, be a bench lane. Hey. Be a bench lane. Won't you want to be a bench lane too? Okay. Yeah. So today we have a cast. Yeah, I will be like, this is going to be the tag. (laughs) (laughs) I can't reveal what's the outtake during the podcast, Brett. You have to be patient. You can't can't make the. All right. Okay. So we're just going to start and introduce you again. Okay. Be quiet. Don't say anything. Okay. This is how we do it. Boom, boom, boom. Hello, hello. Say something, Shauna. Hello, hello. Say something. Okay. Shana. All right. <laughs>